You're listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, Carrie. Carrie's the sexy British voice that you hear at the beginning. Vinny is the voice that you hear, the Funkadelic, the, the Funk Master, Funk Master V. He's out there in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. You can watch Vinny and Luke and Travis and the guys and Candy on a little show called Wrestling with Ghosts. It's on a side TV. Yeah, I'm going to start off with a plug. It's my goddamn podcast. I'll start off with a plug if I want to. ASYTV.com is where you can find it. You've got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney+, Plus, HBO Go, WWE Network. You've got all of this stuff. Now, add to the mix of your viewing pleasure. There's nothing like it, man. I'm, tra- I'm telling you right now, there's nothing like it. There's no other streaming television network out there that films its own stuff. And offers it to you, especially for 17 cents a day. 17 cents a day. It's five bucks a month. As I always say, less than that cup of coffee you got from Starbucks this morning. Less than that delicious burrito that's in the back of your mind right now that you just want to shove into your face and devour. It's less than all that stuff. I was at a place this morning. I had a meeting. It was like this little like uh, coffee slash gelato place called Gelata Javalato here in Colorado Springs. And they had an $8 breakfast burrito. And I had a business meeting there with this awesome lady named Cindy who's going to be helping me out with the 22 uh, Eat Drink Adventure product and Colorado Springs Channel, amongst other things. Awesome lady. But I looked at her and I said, hey, you know, for $3 less than the price of that burrito, you can get a side TV just by going to ASYTV.com. And pretty soon it will return to Roku. It's like literally weeks away returning to Roku. So it'll be in another 35 million homes around the country. Also, we're going to be on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, and of course the website ASYTV.com is where you can get it now. So it's only $5 over 600 hours of all original and classic TV and movies. Now, what does that mean? You know what all original means? There's shows like Wrestling with Ghosts featuring Vinny, who, by the way, I'm heading to Gatlinburg this Thursday. I'll be in Gatlinburg, Tennessee this Thursday. I'll be in Detroit on Friday. I'll be in Cincinnati before that. I think we're going to a couple other cities in Ohio. I'll work in this 22 gimmick, making it happen. I'll explain more about that later. And I'm looking forward to finally meeting Vinny. We've known each other for like two and a half years now. I met Luke once last time we filmed in Gatlinburg, and I'm, I'm just going down there to uh, do a little bit of 22 business. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I got to be on a plane in about so many hours up in Denver Airport. It's supposed to snow between then and now. I'm not looking forward to it. My car does not like the snow. Hmm. Anyway, um, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, um, yeah, original shows, Wrestling with Ghosts. I host a show called Go There, Eat That, where I go around getting fat. Uh, all over the country, uh, Lita from WWE, Amy Dumas, she has the UFO show, Ivelisse, another popular pro, pro wrestler, has another travel type show, uh, more travel shows are like best day ever, Lost in America, my son's got a show on there called the BB Oxmauser show, it's another. It's like a kid's travel show, it's, there's truly something for everybody, The Drink is on there, featuring Hillary Harris, and she just goes around getting drunk, there's 
uh, <laughs> there's so much stuff. There's social issue shows like with Sign in Hand that covers the homeless people. Uh, we interview them, and then there's shows about domestic violence and cancer and and uh, you name it. There's a ton of stuff on here. Truly something for everybody. So uh, get your ass over to asytv.com right now. Actually, give me an hour to talk to you on this little podcast. You did hit the play button, so I do want to give you at least that. But after I'm done talking, and I'm going to give you another plug, too. I'm going to be selfish on the product placement uh, issue because I really have to get packing and head out (laughs) into Ohio and Kentucky and Tennessee and Michigan in, like, literally a handful of hours. So I'm not going to be home all week. I don't feel like dragging all this shit with me, so I'm just going to knock one out real quick. But I think it's going to be a good one. Usually when you kind of throw them together and you really – I just – I posted on the Facebook machine and said, hey, give me a topic, and I got some really good ones. So, And I kind of blended a lot of the ideas that you gave me and uh, made up my own topic. So the meat, the meat, my meat, the meat that I'm going to put inside of your head today, my big, fat, juicy meat is going to be a segment called – what is it called? Oh, being asleep, <laughs> being asleep versus being too woke. That's going to be the title of this program. I'm pretty excited about it because uh, the opinions are flurrying, flurrying. They're they're flurrying around my head, and uh, there'll be some yelling and uh, calling out, and uh, lots of negativity. But we love negativity, don't we? That's why for the headlines, I'm going to TMZ. It's time for the headlines, baby. Let's get funky. Okay, lots of interesting stuff. Uh, Usually I'll go to, you know, CNN, MSNBC, NPR, Young Turks or something like that for uh, the topic. Sometimes RT, sometimes, uh, you know, even I've never done Fox News because it's bullshit. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, I I like to find these little alternative news sources. So I'm going to try TMZ this time. Oh, you know what? And, and by looking through the headlines, I kind of like just uh, glance through them just to see, okay, there's a couple things I can stop on and talk about. But uh, I'm going to put TMZ later after this segment. I'm going to right after this segment, I'm going to put them directly into the Dungeon of Douche, along with World Star Hip Hop, whatever the fuck that's called, if that's still around. All of these negative, just brutally negative sites who make a living off of people's worst days. So I'm going to get through the headlines on TMZ first, which makes me kind of a hypocrite because I'm actually using them for their headlines. But then I'm going to talk bad about them because I think it's killing society, man. Everyone's so addicted to negativity. And I mean, even me, I love these true crime shows and podcasts and stuff. And I listen to them daily and watch them daily. And it's bad for you. It's just breeding such a negative culture. It's breeding nothing but fear and drama and just people looking down on everybody else and when people have no right you have no right i have no right to look down on anybody else we all have our faults we all have the worst days ever we all lose people we all fuck up big time now don't get me wrong if someone's out there raping kids or you know murdering people they deserve to be called out not using their name don't glamorize them don't make them a martyr don't make them a freaking you know celebrity or a hero to some and influence a whole culture of people that want to wear trench coats and go shoot up schools. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about, you know, people that fuck up. Everybody fucks up. Somebody cheats on somebody. Somebody just says the wrong thing. And then there's TMZ right there. There's World Star to catch the people fighting over a chicken sandwich at Popeye's. 
Stop glamorizing this shit. Anyways, that'll be part of the dungeon of douche. I don't want to get off on that. Uh, let me get to the headlines here. See, right off the bat, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, the Price is Right popular game show from the Bob Barker days all the way up to the Drew Carey days. I remember watching it as a kid. What could be more innocent and uplifting and wholesome? I've always hated that word, but wholesome than the freaking Price is Right. Well, they found, you know, they're halting production because Drew Carey's distraught about his ex-fiance's murder. Oh, damn, she was gorgeous. Um, Drew says, Annie, or Arnie, is it Arnie or Annie? I can't, oh, anyway, my eyes are freaking blurry. Oh, my God, am I this old? Amy, oh, jeez, Brandon. Oh, jeez, Amy and I had a love that uh, people are lucky to have once in a lifetime. She was a positive force in the world and a tireless and unapologetic champion for women and passionate about her work as a therapist. I am overcome with grief. I would like to thank you in advance for giving myself and everyone who loved Amy privacy while we try to work through this tragic situation. So um, I guess if you're a Price is Right fan, there's not going to be any Price is Right this week for good reason. Uh, that, I mean, this is just so sad, but, you know, TMZ's making uh, click money off it, ain't they? They got ads at the bottom. Oh, they got a bunch of ads at the bottom. Holy shit, look at all that. Yeah, they're making money off of every single one of these clicks. Oh, this girl was amazing, too. Amy, Amy uh, Harwick. Jeez, beautiful. She was with Drew Carey? My goodness. Uh, anyways, uh, apparently she was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. Not Drew Carey, but another ex-boyfriend since then. Fucking idiots. I swear, that whole male, alpha male, if, you, if, if I can't have her, nobody will attitude. It's just disgusting in this day and age. And you know what? I was guilty of it, too. I've, I've <laughs> back in the day, you know, like 10, 20, 30 years ago, whatever it was, you know, you break up with somebody and you just, I'm going to kill myself and I'm going to do this and fuck you. I'm going to beat the shit out of whoever you know. I've said all that stuff. Every guy has. And it's pathetic. And back then, I was a complete loser for saying it. And I apologize to whomever I may have said it to. Um, it would take a lot to get me to care about anybody that much these days. Um, it would never come out of my mouth. I wouldn't even fathom saying that stuff. Someone wants to dump me or cheat on me now. It's like, okay, <laughs> have at it. <laughs> Freedom. Um, that's why I'm fucking single at 46 years old. It's not a problem. Trust me. A lot of people go, oh, you're single? Are you married? No, you're not married at 46? Really? Wow. Have you ever been married? Yeah, for like once, like 20 years ago, and it was brief and over, thankfully. Oh, that's crazy. No, it's not crazy. It's a choice. It's a choice. Some people want to marry their dog. Some people want to chop off their wiener and become a female. Whatever. It's, it's, it's a choice. It's like anything. <laughs> Who gives a damn what people want to do? Just let them do it and shut the hell up. I want to be single. Don't bother me about it, okay? It's wonderful. I love it. Anyway, sidebar there. Uh, yeah, so apparently Drew and Amy started dating back in uh, 2018. Announced an engagement in 2000, uh, I'm sorry, 2017, and announced their engagement in 18. And then a year later, they split. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. And I hate to, you know, connect that topic to this, you know, tragic topic. But, oh, we love each other. Oh, my God. It's 2017. It's the best thing ever. Oh, my God. I don't want to live without you. I don't want to live without you. Oh, my God. Let's do this forever. Let's get engaged. 
Here's a ring. Oh my God, everybody, look at this big ring. We're getting married. Okay, let's do this. It's going to be wonderful. Oh my God, I'm going to live with you guys. It's going to be forever, forever, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> Less than a year later. I fucking can't stand you. I don't want to be in the same house with you. I don't even want to look at your wiener. Get the fuck out. And that's just how it normally is. Not for everybody. Some of you have figured it out. Maybe some of you have figured out that open relationships actually are probably better than, you know, tight-knit, jealousy-laced relationships. Maybe some of you have figured out that not spending every single minute together is kind of wonderful. Maybe some of you live together and you have separate bedrooms. I'm telling you, if I ever get in a relationship again, there will be separate bedrooms entirely. And if she can't deal with that, then there won't be a relationship. I like to roll around. If I want to snore that night, guess what? If I have to snore, I'll snore that night. If I want to fart all night in my bed, guess what? I'm going to fart all night in my bed. If I want to watch TV all night, watch fucking American Dad all night till 4 o'clock in the morning, guess what? I'm going to watch that. And as soon as somebody comes in and goes, you really need to get some sleep, I'd be like, you know, this is over. I can't answer to anybody. Anyways, I'm, I'm being selfish and I hate to hear about this insanely beautiful human being being taken from us by some piece of shit. I don't see any other, you know, information about who did it or any of that stuff. And you know what? We don't want to say his name anyways. He's a piece of garbage. So uh, that's, uh, that's sad. That's really sad. And all of you guys out there that are acting super freaking jealous and, you know, making threats and all that shit, you're garbage. You're a garbage human being. Like I said, when I did it, I look back and I look back at a garbage human being. For I have never hit anybody. I've never made any actual, like, I'll kill you threats or anything like that. Never, ever, ever would I ever do that. Uh, but if you're out there doing that right now, you're just a tr- piece of shit. Kill yourself. Seriously. Don't threaten to kill yourself. Do it. I know you're not supposed to tell people to kill yourself, Brandon. Kill, kill themselves, Brandon. You're not supposed to do that. No, fuck that. I'd rather them kill themselves than kill, you know, this woman here. Actually, there is another story about it. Um, oh, God, this is terrible. Law enforcement sources says that they got a call early uh, Saturday morning about a woman screaming in Hollywood Hills area. Cops were met in the street by Harwick's roommate who said she was being assaulted inside the home. Oh, fuck. Detectives learned Harwick had recently expressed concerns about an ex-boyfriend who she had once had a restraining order against. Jesus, why? Uh, I guess he was beating the shit out of her. It was just fucking terrible. So he arrested, uh, the guy's name's Gareth. Oh, fuck you. First of all, just your name alone. Sorry if there's other Gareths out there that I'm listening to. G-A-R-E-T-H, Gareth. I'm not going to say the pieces of shit last name, but it's equally as douchey. Arrested him and booked him for murder. Good. I hope they fraud. Do they got the death penalty? I don't think they have the death penalty in California. I don't think so. But I hope somehow he pays with his fucking life. Either dies in prisons or, or in prison or hangs himself. Fuck him. Turn the lights out. Gone. Piece of shit. Fucking hate this. And this shit happens every single day. Not just the celebrities and... It's just terrible. Terrible, fucking terrible. Lots of Kobe stuff on here. You know what demographic they're going for. It's always rappers, basketball players, sports people. So they're going after the, you know, whatever demographic. Um, (laughs) 
Jeez, it's just dead, dead, dead. Person died, committed suicide. Uh, oh, Prince Harry and somebody, Meghan Markle. Is that the, they're back in Canada? That's news. Awesome. Justin Bieber wants to help Billy Eilish, whoever the fuck that is. Uh, another suicide. Holy shit! Another dead. Nikita Pearl dead from a brain tumor. That's terrible. Here's a here's a news story right here. Rush Limbaugh gets on his Rush Limbaugh show, which I can't believe is still on the air, but he's a Medal of Honor winner now, which I've talked about this recent weeks. For some reason, you've given this chauvinistic, fucking racist pig of a human the highest honor a president can give anybody. And of course he does, because you know Rush is right up there with his agenda, right up there pushing his political, uh, political agenda. So yeah, here's a, here's a piece of tin and a piece of cotton to hold it up with around your stupid fat neck. Uh, and I, you know, I got some heat actually from a letter. I should go read. I should find that and read it. I'm not going to do it now. Maybe next week where I said that, you know, the best thing that Rush Limbaugh's ever done is get lung cancer. I don't regret that. Sorry, not sorry. I know it's a harsh thing to say, but fuck him. Like seriously, fuck that guy. He's a piece of fucking pig shit. And I don't give a shit when he dies. It's going to be an oh, well, and let's hope that all happens sooner, followed by Mitch McConnell, followed by all of these political scumbags and, and spin doctors and fucking asshole talking heads. Let them all fucking die and rot for all I give a shit. Thankfully, they're all old and ready to hit the fucking uh, whatever afterlife they think is going to exist that doesn't exist. Fuck them all. I don't care if they die. It's a ho-hum for me. Replace them with the next few generations. Replace them with, you know... When the kids that are my kids' age, they grow up and they take over this freaking world and they rule with compassion and they rule with humanity in front of prophets and prophets. At that point, I think we have a chance. Don't rely on my generation. No, they're just as ignorant as the next motherfucking ones. Trust me. But there's generations after me that are doing the work already. And you think they're lazy and you think they're addicted to uh, YouTube and video games. And you think that, well, you know what? When they're playing video games and they're watching YouTube, they're learning shit. Trust me, man. Trust me on this. The next few generations are going to fix the problems uh, that the golden generations and the millennials and the baby boomers and my X generation, whatever they call it, Generation X, they're going to fix all these damn problems. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be a wealth of douchebags. Trust me. But anyways, uh, Rush Limbaugh, one of the douchebags uh, who will be dead soon, thankfully. Uh, I'm not a big Pete Buttigieg fan. I don't hate the guy at all. If Bernie wasn't in race, guess what? I'd look at him, but he reeks of Hillary Clinton to me. He has the same people working for him. He's their golden boy. They've moved on from Joe Biden because Joe Biden's just... He's out of it. He's one of the old fucking people that just need to go, whether you like him or not. Time to go, buddy. Uh, lump them in there with the Dick Cheney's and the George Bushes, and I'll even throw in. I like Barack Obama. I love Michelle Obama. She's hot as hell, but throw them all in the same boat and send that boat off to sea. I'm done with all of this. Everybody who's been in, in politics or is currently in politics, I'm done with them. But anyways, Pete Buttigieg, he's gay. He's like the first gay guy running for president, I think. I'm sure they've all had little rendezvous in the background that we don't know about. But you know, Pete Buttigieg is, uh, and I finally learned how to say his name. Uh, he's a gay guy, and Rush Limbaugh calls him out, and uh, there's this, if it plays. Hopefully there's not a goddamn ad before it or something, which, oh, there's the TMZ thing. Okay. Rush Limbaugh, to whom the president 
recently awarded the nation's top civilian honor. Uh, described you as a 37-year-old gay guy, mayor of South Bend, who loves to kiss his husband on the debate stage. Now, there has been bipartisan criticism of him for those remarks. I wanted to give you a chance to respond if you would like to. Well, I love my husband. I'm faithful <laughs> to my husband. On stage, we usually just go for a hug. Um, but I love him very much. And I'm not going to take lectures on family values from the likes of Rush Limbaugh. Nice. You know, here's the thing, though. If, you know, for some reason Bernie doesn't make it or if uh, Pete Buttigieg it just happens to win the thing, which I bet he will because he's their golden boy and they're putting all the money and time and, and behind him. Even when Bernie wins, they're like, oh, well, Pete Buttigieg came in third. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe talk about who won the fucking caucus. I'm not going to get into that there, CNN, Chris Matthews, all of you fuckheads, uh, Wolf Blitzer, who's the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Uh, yeah, they, were, they almost cried when Hillary lost, and you know, honestly, we all did because Trump won, but they buried Bernie Sanders. They gave him no coverage. They gave him no chance. Everything they say about Bernie Sanders is spoken with a negative shade. You know Why? Because the CNN and Fox News are owned by billionaires. That is why. Of course, it's not in their best interest to promote Bernie Sanders in any way because Bernie wants to decapitate these motherfuckers. And if you're supporting anything outside of doing that, you're not voting in your best interest. You're not supporting your best interest. People are out there, I don't want no free college. I don't want no free health care. Uh, okay, if you had a plate of delicious tacos right next to you, are you going to turn them down if they're free? And you, Here, here's some free fucking tacos. Enjoy. I don't want free tacos. I want to work for my tacos. That's the same fucking thing, God damn it. Listen. It's not about you, you old, wrinkled, white, male fuck. It's about the people that are coming after you. And if you have a problem, if you have any problem with a healthier and more educated United States of America, then I have to question your intelligence. This plan that Bernie has would eliminate all government subsidies, okay? I'm not, this is a Bernie pitch in the middle of everything I know, but it eliminates those subsidies. It frees up those funds to make this thing happen. It would only cost an average $15 a paycheck, maybe $30 a month, tops, maybe, to ensure that we have a healthier and more educated nation. All the kids in the world to include your own. And you're fighting it. Ah, uh, It doesn't make any damn sense. You overly proud, selfish cocksuckers. I'm done with it. I haven't called anybody a cocksucker in probably 20 freaking years, but that is what you are. And I'm not talking about like a human cock. I'm talking about a metaphoric cock. <laughs> Can you even say, is everybody offended about cocksuckers? We're going to talk about that later in the, in the meat of it. But let's get to the next story. Um, what do we got here? Let me scroll through this shit. It's just death, death, suicide, uh, suspensions, 
controversy, another dead person, a voice actor. It's just pretty kind of sad. Another suicide. Oh, my God. Caroline Flack. Never even heard of her, but another another suicide. Oh, people. <sighs> Elton John's got pneumonia. Okay, that's news. Um, fuck. A bunch of strippers descend on Chicago. Okay. Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Uh, Rick Moranis is back in the movies doing a remake of Shrunk, uh, called Shrunk. Oh, Jesus, there's some butts and boobs on here because you need that. Uh, more Kobe, more Kobe, more Justin Bieber. What is... Th- and this is news. More Kobe. Oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah. Um, I saw a clip of this. And I'm getting on a plane tomorrow morning quite early. And it made me think about this a little bit. Uh, Wendy Williams, uh, not the terrible uh, host of radio and TV shows, the woman whose reclined seat was repeatedly punched by a passenger on American Airlines flight is ready to pick another fight, this time with the airline, because it's the airline's fault the guy behind you was a douchebag. Wendy tells us that uh, she met with an attorney Friday to discuss legal options that she can take against American Airlines, and she's threatening the airline with a defamation lawsuit. Okay, here, here's the thing. First of all, Wendy, you're a bitch. And I'm not saying that to defend American Airlines whatsoever. Fuck American Airlines. You're a bitch. Because this guy was sitting, okay, I'm not defending this guy's actions, but I will defend the guy his situation because I've been there before he's sitting in the very back of the plane. You can't recline those seats. They're straight up. They're the most uncomfortable seats. And I hope I don't get them tomorrow. The most uncomfortable seats on the plane are at the very back. You're basically straight up against the wall. It sucks. Um, this bitch is sitting right in front of him and reclines her seat back. I don't know how long this flight was. I don't care how long this flight is. On these flights like American Airlines and and Spirit and Frontier and all these little freaking pillboxes that were shoved into, you do not recline your goddamn seat. You don't do it. If I see somebody in front of me reaching for that button, I put my knees up and I do not let them recline. I've done it probably 10 times. Sorry, buddy. You're not reclining your seat. Too bad. I don't care if you paid for your ticket. I also paid for my ticket. You're not reclining your seat. Thankfully, nowadays, a lot of them don't even recline, which is awesome. Now, if you got a first-class ticket and you're in one of those little like uh, condominiums that they have now on the plane where you have a TV and you can recline it into a bed and all that shit, it, that's fine, whatever. But I'm talking about these cheap flights that we all take. If you recline your seat, you're an asshole. You're trash. Jump off the fucking plane, please. Now, for this guy to sit there and repeatedly punch the seat, I don't know if he asked her, hey, do you mind not reclining your seat? And then she was a total cunt. Um, In that case, yeah, I'm going to make that flight awful for her. I'm going to make it really awful for her. (laughs) I just have to. Would I sit there and repeatedly punch the seat like he did? No, I wouldn't do that because I'm not a douchebag. And that's something a douchebag would do. Don't do that. There's better ways to hurt him. Trust me. I'd probably take my sock off, my shoe off, and put it right under armrest. 
<laughs> I don't give a shit. Ma'am, I asked you very nicely. I'll ask you one more time nicely, and then you're getting the stinky foot. Please unrecline your seat. I have no room back here. I'm at the back of the plane. I can't recline, and your fucking nasty hair is right into my face. Last time I'm asking. And if she smarts off to me, she's getting the stinky foot. That's just about it. All right, last story here. I got to get going. Daniel Lee Martin, country singer, committed suicide. Another suicide. All right. So much of that going around. But he had a reason to this time because apparently he was caught in a child sex abuse scandal. Where is that story? I know I wrote it down so I could find it later. So I'm going to read it before I... uh, Talk about it. Here we go. Country singer Daniel Lee Martin, who knows who the fuck that is, uh, looks like a douche, uh, commit suicide during a sex scandal probe. So if you're a country fan, you probably know him. I am not, so I don't. Daniel Lee Martin died from an apparent self-deflicted gunshot wound. That'll do it. Uh, yeah. According to his um, sheriff office in Florida, Martin was arrested on January 27th after alleged victim After the alleged victim, a child, told cops Martin exposed himself to them while the two were sitting on the sofa. So he was making a pass at a fucking kid. Piece of garbage. I'm glad you're dead. Uh, Cops say uh, victim claimed Martin found fondled himself. Oh, you fucking piece of garbage. And shared pornographic images. So he's trying to turn on this kid. How old was the kid? Either way, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, That's really the moral of the story. No need to get into anything. Uh, fuck the guy. <laughs> and if any of you out there ever decide, you know, that you attracted to a small child, I encourage you to do the same. Find the nearest gun or shotgun or lots of like deadly pills or a big, you know, long thing, a rope or whatever. Uh, maybe a good knife where you can slit your wrist and, uh, kill yourself because you're garbage and you're don't belong breathing the same air that people like myself and my amazing listeners do. Yeah. So, uh, you're garbage, and I'm glad he's dead, and it's just a little bit less bad music we have in the world and one less bad person we have in the world. So I found something else as I was looking for that story. It looked like a bunch of people beating up somebody. What is this? Um, I, I seen like a brawl. And of course, that's what this is all about. We have to cover all the brawls. And, and I bet you a lot of these people do this shit on purpose. Machine Gun Kelly, like the gangster or the shitty, shitty singer guy. Um, two crew members in- indicted for beatdown of Alk. So they beat down some actor. Two members of Machine Gun Kelly's crew are still feeling the sting over their involvement with a 2018 brawl because they got indicted by a grand jury. Uh, two guys, I don't want to say their names, have each uh, been... Oh my God, these guys look like douchebags too. It, it's just a culture of douchebags. They beat up some actor named Gabriel G-Rod Rodriguez, who anybody who calls themselves G-Rod probably deserves a good ass kicking. Um, Oh, G-Rod got fucked up. There's some good pictures on there. Yeah, go to TMZ if you're into this kind of shit. Anyways, who gives a fuck about Machine Gun Kelly? Who gives a fuck about his douchebag crew? Who gives a fuck about G-Rod? I don't know why I'm partaking in this. Let's go ahead and put TMZ right now, right now into the dungeon of douche. 
Alright, TMZ. I know I just partook in your slaughtering of American society. And I'll include, you know, anything that's like this world star hip hop fucking website where all they do is show stupid people and glamorize the dumbest demographic of people on this planet. Glamorize them for fighting, glamorize them for being uneducated, glamorize them for destroying the English language. Just all of these fucking websites, like literally going through this news, just the headlines on TMZ. I came across seven suicides, about five different other deaths, you know, for other different things, uh, people cheating, people fighting, people doing all kinds of dumb shit, and they get clickbait money on it. You know what clickbait money is? It's Google ads, it's AdSense, it's AdSparks. They put that on their website, and they have these stupid ads running on them, and most of them, I think, are forced to say advertisement now. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to tell them from news stories. So you click on those things, and they get like a penny. Doesn't sound like a lot. But when you add it up, when a million people are on TMZ and they all click and they get a million pennies, a million pennies adds up, especially when it's every day. So that's how they make their money. They're, they're loaded in this stuff. Once in a while, you know, they'll break a story like the Kobe Bryant thing. They broke the story. They told the facts. They said what was up. It's, it's okay. I don't mind, you know, the reactions and stuff and people being honored and, hey, this thing is happening. It might affect you, or this might affect you because you idolize these people. But all of the drama and the nonsense and the bullshit that these websites are just gross. It's nasty. It's, everyone just has this mentality now where it's, I, I want the drama. I'm drama craved. I'm starving for it. Give me the conflict. What are you people doing? And what am I doing? Like I said, I watch these true crime shows all the time about people's worst moments. They lost a child. They lost their mother. They lost somebody close to them or them themselves lost an arm or just the worst fucking moments of their life. And they're making these wonderful TV shows about them. Now, a lot of them, they do honor the victim. A lot of them do raise awareness. That's what I do on a side TV. I have uh, Break the Silence, which is a show about... Domestic violence, all of those parents on that show, all eight episodes, they all lost a child, which I can't imagine. Lost a child to freaking domestic violence, and we just and it's an uncut interview. Just tell me the story. What's your advice for other families? That's how I approach these things. Do I hope you watch? Yes. Am I making a dollar from you watching? Unless you're strictly going for that show, then no, it's just part of the network. I like to tell stories. These are not just these are not storytellers. These are freaking exploiters. And it's disgusting. So all of those websites, world star, hip hop, whatever the fuck. If you've ever filmed anybody fighting or doing anything stupid and screamed out world star, you're involved with this. You're being dragged down the long, disgusting, dark, gross, muck hallway. You're being chained up by your ankles till your feet turn blue. Your head is immersed in just three inches of garbage juice and rat piss. And you're going to hang there for the rest of your life because you deserve to be in the dungeon of douche. So TMZ, all of you fucking negative Nancy assholes that just exploit people at their worst moments. Fuck you. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to the Hall of Respect. These people are awesome. I love them. Okay, this is a double-edged sword. When I say the name Jeff Bezos, and I hope I'm saying it right, the owner of Amazon, you would automatically think, okay, he's a billionaire, so why would Brandon praise this man? 
Well, he sends me boxes all the time with smiley faces on them that look like penises. That makes me happy. But that's not the reason I'm going to put him in the Hall of Respect. I'm going to make this quick because while he is opening up a fulfillment center here next to the airport in Colorado Springs, he is, uh, you know, I was recently at a place where I saw a job fair. I wasn't there for the job fair, but I saw the job fair. And they're paying minimum wage, I think slightly above minimum wage, maybe a dollar above whatever minimum wage is here. Amazon. Yeah, that place that makes billions a minute is paying people, they're hiring temps, first of all, which is absolutely bullshit. You've got money to hire, uh, you know, full-time employees. Taking a selfie for my mom, she was asking what I was doing. Podcasts. Okay. Um, hey, this is a professional thing. It's just, this is real. This is a real podcast. If my mom texts me, I'm sorry. I love all of you for listening to me every single week. We are pushing amazing numbers, and pretty soon we're attracting advertisers, and it's all because of you giving me those little clicks. So please subscribe. Give me five stars, whatever you want to do. But when my mom texts me, I have to answer the phone. It's just, That's my mom. <laughs> and I actually accidentally hit the microphone button, so I, everything I just told you ended up in the little space right there. Um, I should call her, actually. She'd get mad at me. Am I on this thing again? I already interviewed her once, so look that up. It's a great interview. Uh, anyway, I forgot what the hell I was talking about completely. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah, he's a douchebag. He belongs in the dungeon to douche for underpaying his employees and uh, all that stuff and probably not paying any taxes and all that stuff, but... He just donated uh, $10 billion to combat climate, climate change. Now, I don't know where that money's going. I don't know if it's going into the hands of, you know, CEOs and all that shit. Excuse me. Uh, it's certainly not coming my way, and that's fine. I don't need it. But it, if it actually reaches programs and services to combat climate change, then he belongs in the Hall of Respect Big hug from Brandon, double high five, uh, grind on his leg for a little bit, because that's awesome. So thank you to a billionaire for actually doing something that a billionaire should be doing. If I make a billion dollars with the side TV and the 22 and this podcast and the, you know, the books and the albums and all that stuff, if I make a billion dollars, guess what? I will not be a billionaire. I'll be in the low hundred millions, just enough to keep me extremely rich. <laughs> But the rest of it's going to help others directly, not through foundations, not through criminal foundations like Susan G. Komen or the American Cancer Society or any of these places. And I call them criminals because you're raising money for a cause. All that money needs to go to that cause. I understand advertising. I understand they need to make flyers and commercials. I get that. That's part of it. That's part of raising awareness. But when your CEO is bringing home six figures, no. Get your ass in the dungeon of douche. Stay out of my hall of respect. You get no respect for me. So hopefully this money, this $10 billion from Jeff Bezos of Amazon, will actually change something with the climate. Because guess what, people? You know, I say that our, our upcoming generations are going to fix the planet and fix our issues. They're not going to have an opportunity to if we don't get our fucking heads out of our asses. And if you think climate change is, is fake, you can go join the dungeon of douche as well because whether it's us that's causing it or the planet itself just going through changes which does happen we're still in for some shit here coming up pretty soon am i a scientist no do i have all the answers do i even know all the problems no and neither do you 
But don't you think it's worth at least trying to clean up all the trash? Don't you think it's at least worth trying to make sure we don't cut down all the fucking trees? Don't you think it's at least worth trying cleaning the ocean? Don't you think it's at least worth trying cleaning the air? We can do it. Don't you think it's at least worth trying to build a geothermal nuclear, I'm sorry, not nuclear, a geothermal power plant on each coast of the America that could probably power the world for 3,000 years using the Earth's own heat and steam? Don't you think that's worth it to at least try since we do have the technology right now? Supplemented by wind and air and tidal, don't you think that it's just worth trying? I'm sick of saying that already. It is worth trying. If you look at your kids... If you have kids and you look at them and you say, yeah, fuck climate change, fuck you. And your kids should be saying that to you as well. Product placement. Brandon likes this stuff. Okay, real quick on the product placement segment here. I'm going to be selfish again. I'm going to be selfish because after this, I'm going to do the mail and somebody said something in one of the mail questions that I'm going to read that pertains to what I'm doing right now. So I'm going to be selfish again on the product placement uh, segment because I can. It's my podcast. I don't have advertisers yet. And uh, as soon as I do, then, yeah, you're going to hear a bunch of shit. We got a bunch of people lined up that are interested in advertising on this podcast and my other podcast, the Nine Mile Drive Wrestling Podcast. So you can look for that if you're a wrestling fan or if you're even interested in wrestling. Lot more, lots more, Brandon. If, you, if you're just interested in me, then, you know, I, I try to keep the wrestling out of this one because there's a, usually a lot of it. So I don't want to do that. I just made a separate podcast altogether. Otherwise, this podcast would be like five hours a day and I'm... Five hours a week, and I'm not. I'm not into that. So <laughs> it's too much work, especially when I'm not getting paid for this right now. But anyways, thanks to your listenership, that's going to happen pretty soon, man. So keep it up. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Tell all your cool friends. I don't want your douchebag friends listening, because then I have to answer more mail and be like, "Fuck you." I only give out about maybe three or four fuck yous a day. I'm like, ah, fuck this guy. Fuck you. And then the rest are really good questions. A lot of them are duplicate. But anyway, the mail's next. Product placement this time is all my selfish shit. Asai TV, which I already talked about at the top of the show, ASYTV.com. Hundreds of hours of all original and and, uh, classic uh, TV and movies. Truly something for everybody. You've got all the other streaming platforms, Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Amazon, all that shit. So get us now. Five bucks, less than 17 cents a day. Yeah, go get it. The 22 is why I'm actually heading out of town. Uh, it's early tomorrow morning. It's an immersive travel guide slash television network. It's basically, again, like Netflix and Hulu, but it's all the top 22 food, drink, and adventure places in every state. So your buddy Brandon has to go to every single huh, every single state in the union over the next year. And uh, yeah, we're starting off with Ohio and Kentucky and a couple places in Michigan, I believe. I may go say hi to the mom. And uh, yeah. It's going to be exciting. If you're in Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs Channel, check it out. You can go to springschannel.com. Uh, back to the 22, you can check it out right now, the skeleton of it. There's no videos uploaded right now, but there's no films there. But you can look at the skeleton of it to see what it is. And it's uh, the22iscool.com, uh, the number 22, not spelled out, the22iscool.com. So go check that out. ASYTV.com, check that out. Springschannel.com, check that out. And if you are in Colorado in general, the Chocolate and Cheese Expo is March 15th. These so little charity events I put on because they make me feel good and I like chocolate and cheese. And then May 2nd and 3rd, we got the Gamers Taco Comic Con, the Gamer Tacos Comic Con coming up May 2nd and 3rd. That's going to be a lot of fun as well. 
Also, you can buy my son and I's book, Billy Fred Whopper Goggles, on Amazon right now. You can find my band, One-Eyed Buffalo, on iTunes and Apple Music and Spotify and all that stuff. And you can listen to this podcast every single week just about and nine mile drive wrestling podcast like i was talking about every single week so boom there's product placement it's all my shit go there do it get out your credit card it's only five bucks for a side tv come on mail time here's the mail it never fails it makes you want to wag my tail when it comes i want to wail Still no reply from Stephen Michael Burns, the original host of Blues Clues. I've reached out. I don't think it may not happen. I always get my way eventually, so I will find the guy, but still no freaking response yet. All I want to do is interview him for this podcast. We don't even have to talk about Blues Clues if he wants to. He's got a band called Steven Steven. They're actually kind of fun. I'll play some of his music. You can go out there and buy his music. It'll be well worth it, but damn it, Steven Give me a freaking call, man. Uh, anyways, mail time. I'm only going to read uh, just a couple. I got a lot, but I'll save them for next week. Uh, first from Raj, who always sends in uh, fantastic questions. Anal sex. Yeah, that's how it started off. Anal sex. I've never done it. Is it worth it? <laughs> now, I, when I read this, I was like, I, 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 I talking about like doing it to a f- person or receiving it in the butthole. There was no clarity on that. Like, I've never honestly taken anybody's wiener in my butthole. I've never gotten past, like, a, the finger. Never had any toys up there. Never had anything up there. It's, it's, I'm, I, it, if anything past a knuckle, it's terrible for me. It's awful. And, you know, I mean, okay, I lied. Maybe a doctor has, like, given me, the, when they used to t- test your prostate that way. Apparently, they don't do that anymore. And I've talked about that before. Like I was all gummed up and ready for it. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. <sighs> okay, I've emptied my balls. This is going to be just fine. And they didn't do it. They, did, they do it through blood tests now. And I was a little bummed. I was like, well, shit. Got all worked up for nothing, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Give me a rubber glove. I'll do it myself. No, uh, but I, I, I imagine you're talking about doing it to somebody. It, it, honestly, I don't care one way or another if my wiener goes into somebody's butthole. It, it, if someone says do it and begs for it, then at that point they really like it and they'll make it worth it for you because they've had it done and they're, they're all, they, they know what's going on. If it's you just pining for it and you're just like, I want to get in the butt. Oh, please. Somebody just let me in the butt. Then just get it out of your head, man. It, it you know, it's like, it, it like vaginas are wonderful. It, don't think it, it's almost like people that do cocaine and then they move up to crack. It's like, oh, yeah, like cocaine wasn't enough for you. Now you got to do fucking crack, you idiot. It's the same thing. It's like, okay, the vagina is fucking wonderful. Why move up to the butthole? It's not that much. It's, it's tighter. I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's a different thing. Like I said, if they know what they're doing and if the woman wants it or the guy wants it, whoever it is, then, yeah, give it to them. Wear a condom and don't put it in the vagina after you do the butt. And don't try to put it in their mouth either because that's just gross as fuck. But then again, if they want to do that, then that's on them, you know? So yeah. But if you're talking about taking it up the butt, I don't know if it's worth it or not. I've heard wonderful things from good friends, but I, uh, just not my thing. Sorry. Uh, no advice for you on that one. Uh, Linda wants to know what is the unhealthiest thing that you've eaten this week? Oh fuck, Linda. If I could even just, if I had a list, it would be 
so depressing. <laughs> it would be <laughs> just uh, just almost knock the whole desk over. Jeez. Um, I've eaten like jalapeno white castles in a box this week. I made fish tacos this week, which doesn't sound bad, but they were like Parmesan crusted fish. And I made like homemade coleslaw, which isn't terrible for you. It's got, you know, carrots and coleslaw and uh, cabbage, but there's, you know, that dressing that drenches everything. And then there was like provolone cheese on it. Not to mention the tortilla itself isn't great for you. So, oh my God, there's so much. I had, oh, fucking yesterday. My kid wanted chicken Parmesan. So I made chicken Parmesan and it was so good that I made more. So all of that's still in me somewhere ready to just, you know, fire its way through my colon. Um, and there'll be nothing in there to block it. So back to the first question. I have no advice for that. Ah, uh, geez. I, it's just one unhealthy thing after another. And then I'll like eat a banana and try to feel good about myself and just be like, Fuck, I've already fucked it up. Yeah, I got this whole thing where I have these green drinks, which are just are nasty as fuck, but they're real healthy for you. They make you pee a lot. And then I'm going to eat bananas and avocados and just, you know, like chicken breast and just that's all. And I have all of that in the house. But then I'll get a fucking craving for golden double-stuffed Oreos and milk. So I go out and buy a box, and now there's a whole row of those things gone. Now they're inside me. So, yeah, it's just straight-up toxicity in my system, and I've got to get my head out of my ass. So thanks for reminding me of that, Linda. All right. Jay wants to know, what is the weirdest thing that I can see right now? Well, I'm sitting at my home office desk there's a pile of business cards over there for the Comic-Con thing I got coming up in May 2nd and 3rd here in Colorado Springs. Uh, there's a gall over there that I got as a trophy. There's a little African guy playing a conga, a uh, little African like tribal statue guy, which is really cool. I have them all over the house. Love them. Uh, I got this little airplane that my kid painted for me, a little ceramic airplane that my kid painted for me when he was like three or four. Uh, Michael Garman from the Michael Garman Studios here in Colorado Springs gave me this little business card holder. So I got that. Oh, I got a little voodoo doll I had over here from uh, New Orleans that uh, Bloody Mary made me. Bloody Mary Haunted Tours and Museum. If you haven't tried that out in New Orleans, you got to go. It's awesome. She's awesome. She's been on a side TV like three different times for three different shows. Love her. I got a mug here from uh, Eddie in uh, Roswell, New Mexico with a bunch of aliens. He's the guy that paints all the aliens all over the businesses all over town. He's amazing. Uh, great story, too. You can see his story on the UFO show on Asai TV and first episode, the Roswell episode. And other than that, man, it's a bunch of hard drives. There's about 50 terabytes of hard drives, a bunch of Pink Floyd albums on the wall, my big-ass Mac computer, and uh, I'm looking around. There's some guitar. Nothing really weird anymore. If you go to the shelf behind me, that's my travel tokens, my little souvenirs from all over the road from years of traveling. That's some pretty weird shit. There's like a a bat. <laughs> it's like a dead bat and a, like a real bat under glass. I'm hoping it was dead before they put it there. Uh, there's like an alligator head. There's lots of dead animals, man, but there's like lots of voodoo shit and just little souvenirs and tokens from the places that we, we filmed at and just cool places that I wanted to remember. So it's a uh, pretty badass. Okay. Um, what else is going on here? Checking my phone again. That's what that little dramatic pause was. Uh, my friend Chris Gazaway, who used to be known as X-Cal in uh, my wrestling company, ACW, and he still does uh, all kinds of shit. He was on American Idol. He tracked down some guy. Um, this is no longer product placement, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
they track down some guy that uh, apparently is being accused of molesting or actually straight up like having sex with underage girls. And apparently he gave some, some of them herpes. I was going to give him a call and uh, fuck it. I'll just give him a call. Why not? He's not paying attention to his phone because he didn't respond. He might not answer. He might answer. I don't know. I mean, it's Monday night. What else is going on? Monday Night Raw is not on for another 10 minutes. He ain't doing nothing. All right, you dirty prick. Making me look like a fool over here. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to call anybody. He sees that I called. Maybe we'll do him next week. And anyways, he tracked down some, like, pedophile asshole, like, in a gas station and basically chased him all over the gas station. It's a great video. If you can find it, find it. Uh, love the guy and love him for doing that even more. But uh, I tell you what, man, I think it's that time for me to give you my meat. Give me the meat. Give me the meat. How can you have any pudding if you don't give me the meat? Okay, the topic of this episode is being asleep versus being too woke too woke is in far too woke. Shut up. <laughs> now, what do I mean by being asleep? I'm not talking about, you know, you're tired from the day you worked all day. You put the kids to bed, you make dinner or you have a snack. You know, you do a little Sudoku, listen to a true crime podcast, turn off the lights and fall asleep. That's not what I'm talking about here, people. I'm talking about being asleep as a human being a part of this little system, this little matrix that the world has created, uh, being a part of this, the, the, the system with the, that's ran by interest and debt and gladly smiling through it all where you trade in your hours for a stack of dimes. That's called being asleep. Some of my favorite people on the earth are stoned sleeping at the moment, whether they're at work or no matter what they're doing. I've been guilty of it as well. I was in the military for seven years. You want to talk about the definition of being asleep? How about you gladly smile and trade in your freedom for very little pay? Oh, you want us to go kill people? Fine, let's go kill people. I was a missile launcher, a 13 mic MLRS operator in the Army. And you know what? By the flick of a couple switches, I could have wiped out a grid square. If you don't know what a grid square is, it's a lot of people, a lot of stuff. Just a couple switches. And thousands are dead. People that I know very well that were in those, you know, I got out of the army actually 18 days before 9-11, which I thought they were going to call me back, but they didn't. I would have had to have gone. And I would have killed all those pretty much innocent, you know, Iraqi people, Afghanistan people, Afghanistanis, Iraqis. And I know a lot of the people that remained in the military went over there and just wiped out entire cities, man, with the exact vehicles that I used to drive and I used to gun. So, you know, that's the definition of being asleep. Now, tell me if this doesn't sound like what a zombie would do. Your daily routine, you wake up in the morning at a time when you would probably never wake up at if you didn't have this kind of a life. You wake up and you shower and you put on some clothes that are acceptable by the standards of whomever you're working for. You drive across town. You park your car in some place where they tell you to park. 
just flash your badge or whatever, scan yourself in, you write in what time you got there. Don't don't punch in too soon, but definitely don't punch in even a minute late or you'll be punished. And then you get there and you sit down at your desk or you go to your operating machine, whatever it is, you know, you're making tools, you're making car parts, you're making whatever, and you just do it. You just do that for what, eight or nine hours with little breaks that they allow you to have. Oh yeah, we'll give you 15 minutes here. And then you get a half an hour break and then you get another 15 minute break. Oh, that's great. Thank you. I get an hour off. Oh, we're going to add that time to the end of the day, but it's okay. And then we'll pay you um, whatever we think is your worth. So you sit through that shit all day. And your, your brain isn't even operating outside of that, is it? You're just on automatic. It's like, okay, time to make the donuts. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, time to answer the phone calls for the cable company. Hi, thank you for calling the cable company. My name is so-and-so. How can I help you? Okay, well, let me go ahead and uh, see you look into your account. Can I get the last four of your phone number? You just, you're on autopilot. You're doing what other people have trained you to do. But Brandon, I have to make money. Of course I have to do this stuff. <laughs> Let's go there. So you get off of work. You go home, drive across town again, and you're tired. Your whole morning is gone. All the daylight's been drained from the sky. And then you're sitting on your couch and you're watching whatever the fuck advertising tells you to watch on TV. Oh, that's cool. I'll watch that. Oh, look, they're, they're building a house. Oh, look, they're having a cooking competition. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Gordon Ramsay, but, you know, it's programming. And you sit through all the commercials as well. Or you fast forward through them. You pay extra to do that, don't you? Get that DVR added to the cable bill. Yeah. Then you do that for five days straight. Then you have your weekend. You're like, oh, shit, this is great. I don't have to get up whenever I want to, but you still do. Then you have to go do all your running around. You have to pay the bills, and you have to go shopping, and you have to you know, clean the toilet, and you have to just you know, wash the bed sheets and all these things that you have to do that you save them up for the weekend because you're too tired at night during the week to do them. Got to cook dinner for everybody. And, I mean, I like cooking, you know. I like cooking for people. I like to have parties over. You know, come on over. I'll make you spaghetti, tacos. But then, you know, Monday, it's time to work again. And you do that whole process over again. And then, whether it's directly deposited or they still give you a piece of paper, they give you this paper and say, this is what your two weeks are worth. And you look at it. And you're like, fuck, it cost me this much to have health insurance which is crazy, hundreds of dollars out of your check right away. This much is being taken out for fucking federal taxes. This much has been taken out for state taxes. This much has been taken out because my fucking student loans just automatically come out of my check now. This much has been taken out for this and that and this and fucking that and this and that. And then you look at the rest of that and you're like, wow! I just worked two solid effing weeks for this little insignificant number on this little insignificant piece of paper. Then you go to the bank, which you have to go to the bank, and then you give them the paper and they just put money in your account or you withdraw it or whatever. And then you go pay bills with it. You got to pay that internet bill, don't you? 
because you got to listen to the Brandon Bishop podcast. Yes, you can't listen to the Brandon Bishop podcast without the internet, so you got to pay that. You got to pay your cell phone bill because I'm also available on your cell phone. Yeah, look me up on iTunes, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, all of that. I'm all over the place. So you got to have your phone and internet. So you pay those things and you're like, well, shit, I really like electricity. Otherwise, the internet has... It's useless, so I got to pay the electricity. I got to pay my student loan. I got to pay. Oh, shit. And then that number just dwindles down and dwindles down and dwindles down. So by the end of that two weeks, you're worth a fucking pile of change. All that time that you spent is worth very little. But Brandon, I've got to cover all those bills and pay for them. Not if you had free health care and free education. Hmm, that would free up hundreds of dollars. Not if the IRS went into the toilet and we all collectively flushed it and we paid a collective consumption tax on everything that we buy, much higher rate, of course. But it's only fair. They leave our income alone. Yeah, all of a sudden your paycheck is huge, isn't it? But no, you're, you're in the system. You are asleep. Whether you're aware of it or not, if you're still partaking, you're asleep. But what about you, Brandon, talking down to us? Huh? What about you? I know you pay your electric bill. You pay your internet bill. You pay, I, I know you do. Well, when I have money, I do. Um, but when you're this cute, you know, you don't have to. I'm kidding. But no, you're right. I have to pay to live in this tiny apartment probably way too much. Almost a thousand bucks a month, uh, you know, a small two bedroom apartment in the middle of freaking ghetto town. It's not that bad. I'm kidding. But, you know, it could be better. I remember, you know, in Detroit, I was paying like 300 bucks a month for a house. I had a roommate who was also paying 300 bucks a month. So 600 bucks a month for a five bedroom house. Not bad. I remember being in Oklahoma when I lived in the army, $410 a month for a very nice two bedroom apartment. 410 so Colorado Springs, of course, is expensive as fuck. But yeah, you're right. I am in the system. But the fact that I'm telling you what I just told you is going to tell you that I'm not asleep. And trust me, I fucking bunk the system as much as I possibly can. I'm not going to tell you how because it could be how because it could be incriminating. But yeah, I take it to corporate entities in a lot of different ways. And it may not be life changing for them, but it'll add up. I don't do within the system. I do what I do. I wake up when I want to wake up. I schedule what I want to schedule. If I fail, I fail. If I succeed, I succeed. But it's all on my shoulders. I'm not bragging, but I'm damn proud of that. And everybody should be doing that. But then again, some people are better off asleep. Some people can't handle what's really happening to them. If they realized that they're not part of some club, that all these politicians and these billionaires that own this freaking planet, they don't give a flying fart about you. They don't. They don't care about you. Like George Carlin said, it's a giant club and you're not invited. Neither am I. I'm trying to get invited. Maybe someday someone will appreciate me enough and they'll say, here's a couple billion dollars. You want to be part of the club? Then I'll be part of that club and I'll look down on everybody as well. Because we're all selfish. I'm kidding, of course. Like I said earlier, I could never be a billionaire. I'd give all of that shit away. Hell, I am a thousandaire at the, po- at the moment, and I still give away just about everything that I have. Trying to get these businesses started, still giving a percentage to you know, our own charities. But I'm not asleep. 
And at the same time, I'm not too, quote, woke, end quote. That term in itself is one of the most annoying fucking things I think I've ever heard in my life. I'm woke. Okay, no, you're annoying. And here's the thing. Most of the woke people that call themselves woke are even more asleep than they think the other people are. They are the sheeples. They're the ones that are being manipulated. You're still going through the same system. You're still going through the same weekly routines. You're still getting that piece of paper that means nothing at the end of everything. You're still paying your taxes the same way everybody else. You're not woke. You're just attaching yourself to a cause. You're attaching yourself to an issue. You're attaching yourself to something trendy so people can pay attention to you. And we've talked about this. I know I sound like a broken record a lot, but it's top. It's it's true. You can repeat yourself when you're speaking the truth. So many of these woke people are like, okay, I'm going to attach my name and my social media accounts, and I'm going to share a bunch of stuff for this cause. And this cause is going to be, let's make one up, Asian Lives Matter. Okay. Again, no lives matter. (laughs) Honestly, we're all in small little groups. We all have our own little circles. And inside those circles, we matter. But in the grand scheme of the universe, none of us matter. It doesn't matter what color our skin is. It doesn't matter what we believe in. It doesn't matter what our gender is. It doesn't matter who we prefer to have sex with. It doesn't matter. None of us fucking matter. If I died right now, a few thousand people would be crushed. I'd like to think it's a few thousand because I know a few thousand people that if they died, I'd be crushed. So, and that crush would probably go on for six months. It's a shame what happened to Brandon. But after that, it fades away. Then you get that month, that yearly Facebook memories post. Oh, shit, Brandon died a year ago. Oh, rest in peace, Brandon. We still miss you. And then that's it. That's my legacy. My son would be crushed forever, but he's in my inner circle. But like I said, in the grand scheme of things, none of us fucking matter. And you know that. But that's something entirely separate. We've already talked about not mattering and how minuscule all of this are and how it can go away like that. But when you're woke, I'm so woke. And, it's, and that's usually those far radical liberal types. And I know people are like, Brandon, you're always making fun of conservatives. So we thought you were a liberal. No, I'm not a fucking liberal. I hate that damn word. I hate anybody who uses these freaking words. To include myself when I say them, I hate these words. I'm conservative. I'm liberal. I'm right. I'm left. I'm blue. I'm red. I'm a donkey. I'm an elephant. You're all fucking dumb and you're all asleep. You're annoying if you're out there talking about how woke you are, okay? The term alone is stupid. Stop bastardizing the English language. You're not woke. You're just attaching yourself so people will like your posts on Facebook. That's really about it. It gives you something to stand on your social media soapboxes, which we all have now. Something to bitch about, something to complain about, something to soak in the drama, soak in the, just the, the conflict. You love that stuff. And that's what we're all about nowadays, isn't it? We're all about just hating each other. We look for negativity before we find positivity. Here's the thing. The person you hate the most could probably be your best friend in a different set of circumstances. The number one Trump supporter in the world could be somebody that I really get along with if we're talking about something entirely different. Like the number one rap artist in the world could be my best friend, even though I hate his fucking music. 
So we're all out there and I've been, I've been guilty of it too, especially when I'm driving. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Especially when people annoy me when I'm in my own house, when I hear your shitty music outside and I can hear it in my house, I fucking hate you. Even though in a different set of circumstances, we could probably be best friends. So anyways, a lot of you are just honestly, you're spewing shit that you hear on the media. You're clueless. You, you buy into these fake ass news websites and clickbait sites like, you know, pretty much. I mean, TMZ, honestly, at least they cover factual things and they don't just make them up. But there's a thousand, probably 10,000 fake ass news websites out there that are completely bullshit. They'll make up stats, they'll make up stories, they'll make up controversies and conspiracies, and you fucking buy into them and you share them like you know they're true. Just because they fit, they fit your word track, they fit your agenda. You love that stuff, don't you? Oh my God, Hillary Clinton has a sex ring in the basement of a pizza hut? I gotta share that right now and tell everybody, because it's gotta be true, because I don't like Hillary. I don't like fucking Hillary either, but guess what? There's no sex ring in a fucking basement of a pizza hut. If that's the fucking story that was shared out there. And it was something equally as stupid. (sighs) And those are the woke ones on any side that you want to be on. I'm so happy to be right in the middle. I'm the asshole in the middle. And I'm going to call out each one of you that are hanging around on the butt cheeks on whatever side you want to be on. The tailbone is too, and the grundles. Up and down. I'm the asshole right in the middle. I'm not a fucking liberal. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a fucking conservative. I'm definitely not a Republican. I lean more left, absolutely, because if you go the other way, uh, you're just a heartless, uncompassionate douchebag. Basically, someone's got to call you out. Fucking Democrats sure the hell ain't going to do it. They're all pussies on that side. Did I read the mail? I did. Okay. (laughs) I'm going through my notes here. I'm going, oh, shit, the mail. But I did. I read the fucking mail. We did this. Yeah, the weirdest thing I'm looking at right now. And nothing nothing groundbreaking whatsoever. But, oh, there is a question that I forgot to read. Yeah, fucking, I kind of have to because I set it up earlier when I talked about promoting my own stuff. Take a break from the meat. Okay, take my meat out out of you right now. Put it next to you. Keep it hard. Um, and I'm going to come right back to it. Uh, uh, Bill wants to know, how about instead of pushing your own businesses, you promote other people's... Oh, I said that wrong. How about a segment that pushes other people's businesses outside of your own, which you seem to do every single week? Well, first of all, Bill, I don't know who you are. I didn't look you up. Uh, no time for it. But thank you for listening. I'll be nice. Um, but I'm doing this podcast in order Not only is it a personal outlet, which it is, and I love it and it makes me happy, but I'm doing this in order to promote those other things, okay? It's all one umbrella. And all of these things, the 22, the Springs Channel, my books, my albums, uh, you know, the podcast, the events, the TV networks, it's all under the same umbrella. They all connect and I'm trying to promote all of them through every endeavor. So fuck, that's why I'm doing this, dude chill your shit. And also maybe you've listened. Not every product placement has been about me. I only did it this time to spite you because it's a stupid question. I promote other people's businesses constantly. 
That's what the whole product placement thing is about. And they don't pay me and I don't get anything out of it. I just do it because I like them and I want other people to know about them. So go back to the archives and listen to the freaking podcast and listen to the product placement segment, not to mention all through a lot of episodes. I'm constantly promoting, especially my friends' businesses and different things that are out there that I enjoy using that I'd like to share that knowledge with other people. So that's a stupid fucking question. And uh, thank you for listening, but, you know, fuck you. Okay, so woke people. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, And a lot of these people are the, we've talked about this recently as well, the easily offended, thin-skinned types that are just drama-craved. You guys have got to tighten up, man. Eventually, society is going to run you over. I have an idea right now, and I'm looking for the right players to do it, but it will piss off a lot of fucking people. I have such a good fucking idea right now. I want to do something that's the, I'm, I've always been a fan of like Monty Python, Kids in the Hall. I've always been a fan of like uh, the state, um, the whitest kids you know, things like that. I have I, so many fucking skit comedy things that I've been wanting to do. And now I've got a television network and I can, and I've got all the cameras and lighting and stuff. I can do these things, but I want to do them live, like on a comedy stage as well. So you can get that feel of the crowd and, but I want it to be the most offensive thing that's ever happened on a comedy stage. Like literally the ideas in my head are so fucked up. But I think society needs that right now. I mean, I listen to Howard Stern and he used to be, you know, the standard for that kind of stuff. And it's just a radio show now. Yes, there's, you know, adult talk. And it's still great. I love Howard, but it's, it's not what it used to be. I just want to do this like comedy group of like maybe four or five guys. And I have like four skits right now that would go viral in a minute. And they're so fucked up. It's like, <laughs> but that's the reason I want to do it because I want to peel back that thin ass skin and callous these people a little bit. Let them feel a little bit of pain. Like you're offended about this. Oh yeah. Well watch this motherfucker. Because comedy is, uh, we talked about this recently too, the comedy is under fire. You can't go too far anymore. But the thing that I want to do is so far over the envelope, it shreds it and, like I said, eats it and then you shit out the envelope. It's, it's fucked up what I want to do. And uh, one of these days I'm going to do it. But let me get rich first. Maybe that's the thing that gets us rich, you know? Maybe, uh, maybe that's the thing that... <laughs> It's just so fucked up that, and it's a bunch of skits too. I have a bunch of them written. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the right players. If you think you're funny and you can act on stage and you're, uh, okay with just going way beyond offensive, look me up, man. Look me up at the Brandon Bishop podcast and uh, let's do something. But anyways, I'm going to get on an airplane. I'm going to, I'm leaving on a jet plane and I will be back again next week. Uh, I've been trying to fire out as many of these podcasts as I possibly can. So uh, that little five or six days and I'm out of town doesn't seem like, you know, it's too long for you. I don't want you to be, uh, you know, craving, you know, the next podcast and, and more. I don't want you to just be insatiable for Brandon Bishop. I, I, I know a lot of you already are. I understand that. My voice is sexy. I say weird and crazy things that are topical. I understand your addiction to this podcast and my other podcasts and all this stuff. You, you've got the Brandon Bishop and, you, and the, the sickness 
and you need a fix and I get that and I don't want to keep you waiting too long. So I'm firing out like, I think I've done like three of these in a week or week and a half, whatever. And I've done a bunch of the wrestling ones as well. So if you're interested in that, go check that out and, uh, you know, watch me on a side TV. You can see me in person. Holy shit. I mean, there's like old episodes with long hair, then, you know, new episodes of short hair and they're all over the country and eating lots of food. You'll be hungry as hell after you watch go there, eat that with me, Brandon Bishop, but I'll be back like in a week and I will immediately hop on to the uh, Big Mac and start talking again. And I'll have plenty to talk about. And plus, this is going to blow your mind. This whole 22 thing I got going on, the eat, drink, and adventure, and adventure thing, uh, you can check it out at the 22 is cool. There's going to be a podcast about that as well. So the first episode will be when I get back, I'm going to have three podcasts. And then pretty soon this summer, actually late spring, when we relaunch Asai TV on all the streaming platforms and it's all over the world again, there's going to be an Asai TV podcast. So that's four. And then I've been talking to my friend Amanda about doing a, a, a sex-related podcast. Because she's always wanted to do one. I've always wanted to do one. So we're going to butt our heads together and maybe do this thing. If she ever finds the time to get her ass down here and do it. We could have had 20 episodes done by now, girl. So uh, if that even happens. If not, I'll do it my fucking self. I'll find somebody else. Whatever. There's plenty of people that out there that are, that are having sex. And I'm not having sex with Amanda, or I'm not having sex with whoever my co-host is, but it's a cool little man-woman uh, conversation about it, open conversation. So, you know, you, I'm talking about anal sex earlier. We're going to talk about all that shit. You know, I, and, and I'm very knowledgeable because I've had sex with over 5,000 women. That's a joke. Um, I've jerked off about 5,000 times, I imagine. And that's just since the new year. Now it's time for the happy ending. Okie dokie, uh, the happy ending. Normally, that is like after you get a massage, you get a little rub and tug at the end, and it's you're happy, and it's at the end of the massage. Well, that's what a happy ending is. Uh, in this case, uh, yeah, let's uh, talk about a little bit. Let's further the, my meat a little bit. Let's go a little deeper with my meat, um, which is the topic, the main topic, the whole easily offended uh, woke versus being asleep shit. Here's what to do about it. I you know, I, I, I identified the problem, but I didn't offer a solution. And that's bad radio right there. Smack out in the face. What to do about it. First of all, quit watching the fucking news. Quit listening to old people. The news is owned by billionaires. They tell those talking heads what to say. That's why you get the same word tracks from city to city. It's not that they just happen to come up with the same thing that they're saying. No, they say the exact same thing because it's the exact same script. There's an agenda there and it's all boils down to money and it's not you making money. It's them making more money. And even the money in your pocket doesn't belong to you. How much, how much debt do you have? How much student loans do you have? How much do you owe on your house? How much do you owe on your car? How much do you owe rent a center for that lamp that you bought? You got to pay the lamp rent. You don't own anything unless you have millions of dollars in the bank, even high hundred thousands of dollars. Then you could start owning stuff. But even then you don't own it because you got to pay insurance on it. They force you to pay insurance on your home and car now, don't they? And life insurance and health insurance. You don't even own your goddamn body because they force you to pay for it. 
And when people say, oh, you're going to vote for Bernie, he has no fucking chance. Of course he doesn't have a chance because dumb fucks like you don't give him a chance. We've tried your way. Guess what? We're all fucking indentured servants. We're all slaves at this point because we did it your way, old man. Now we want to try something different. And I got a feeling whether it's Bernie or not or somebody after Bernie, maybe even fucking me, we're going to try something different. It's not up to you anymore when you're in your 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s. We're all going to be dead in 35 fucking years. It's not up to you. It's not your choice anymore. It doesn't even affect you anymore. We fucked up things so badly and we've been programmed to just smile and accept it and actually promote it. Oh, I'm going to work to pay for my goddamn health insurance. (laughs) Okay, fine. Work for it. Have another tier for people that are too proud to realize that health insurance isn't a luxury. It's a fucking human right. You're going to look me in the eye and tell me that that family over there, just because they don't make as much money as as you, just because they haven't been given the opportunities that you've been given, tell me that they don't deserve to have a healthy life. Tell me that their kids don't deserve to get cancer treatment if they need it, to get diabetes treatment if they need it, to be treated with you know everything that an autistic kid needs. Tell me that that fucking family right there, what do you think I raise money for during these events for? It's for families just like that. I'm not asking for a pat on the back. I'm not asking for a goddamn chocolate chip cookie. I'm doing it because it needs to be done because motherfuckers like you won't let universal health care be a thing. So tell me, look me in the eye and say that they don't fucking deserve to be healthy. They don't deserve to be educated. Tell me that and I'll punch you in the motherfucking face. Trust me, I will. Because you're scum. You're selfish and you're heartless and you have no compassion. You don't give a fuck about humanity. You only care about me. So yeah, eat a big fat bag of dicks at this point. And I know the ha- oh, this is not happy. This is supposed to be the happy ending. I've totally blown it. I've totally blown it. Well, I'll tell you what. Give yourself a happy ending. Listen to my voice right now. Whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. Go into the other room. You know, remove some clothing. Pornhub is free and available on your phone now. Are you kidding me? Maybe you got a laptop, get a bigger picture. Give yourself a happy ending. You can call me dirty. You can call me naughty. You can say I'm disgusting. I don't give a shit. We all jerk off. So I can't do it right now because I got to get on a plane. And uh, yeah. (laughs) But as soon as I get to, I'm landing in Cincinnati. I'm going to find the hotel. I'm going to rub one out and that'll be my happy ending. I might even do it on the plane in the bathroom. Give myself a mile high treatment. Who knows? And if anybody puts their seat down and reclines their seat in front of me, maybe they'll just get the result on the back of their head. Love you. See you next time.